my name is Rutendo Nyamuda and welcome to another exciting, phenomenal, experiential episode of In My Twenties. In My Twenties. So today's episode is actually really about traveling and our guest's travel stories and experiences that she's had. And I know it's been titled A Beautiful Mess, but the reason it's been titled A Beautiful Mess is because we actually renamed the quarter life crisis A Beautiful Mess. So stay tuned until the end of the episode to see how that conversation came about. But without further delay, here is our lovely guest. Hi, my name is Megan Adams. I am 27 years old, uh, born and bred in Cape Town, mother city. I am a account manager and content producer uh, for a television show. And I'm a 20-something year old who knows little to nothing about life. In every episode of the In My Twenties podcast, there are always these incredible epiphany gem moments. And this is just one of them. I won't lie, when I first started working, um, where I'm currently working, I did think that I would never be able to take a holiday or take leave. And it actually came to a point where I was like, if I don't take leave, something's gonna give. The In My Twenties podcast is split up into three sections. In the first section, we get to hear a little bit more about Megan's career journey. In the second section, we dive into today's topic, which is actually all about traveling and Megan's traveling stories. And then rounding up all three sections is the title of today's episode, A Beautiful Mess. In this section, we will delve into Megan's experience as a 20-something year old, and you'll see just how we renamed the famous crisis. Let's get straight into it. So basically I started at UCT uh-huh. with the idea that I was going to be a journalist mm-hmm. as every young writer in high school does, mm-hmm. you know, going to change the world with words. Yes, oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> one word at a time. You know, one word at a time. Uh, you get into university, you realize... Everybody thinks they're going to be a writer. Mm. Um, you also get exposed to different things. Mm. Um, and it was in university where I got exposed to the kind of film and media department where I realized that I enjoyed film a lot more mm. and film production side a lot more mm. than I actually did the media side. Okay. Um, so I specialized in that, in screen production mainly, and then in my honors uh, for screen production and television uh, studies, and then in my honors year more so, like, critical documentary filmmaking Mm. from there from um, graduating went straight into a kind of internship job with an NGO doing uh, PR communications strangely Mm. enough nice yeah (laughs) (laughs) how one finds themselves there I don't know (laughs) Uh, for social media, mm-hmm. uh, so it was like filming uh, certain videos and communities, a lot of like community mm-hmm. um, coverage of work, which was great. And that was for like a year and a bit. Okay. And then from there, went into television production, mm-hmm. working on a morning TV show, Stunning. content producing. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, you're talking about like working and I know mm. you work super hard you're one of the hardest working people I know wow my English is gone but at some point in your work it's like this whole mm. thing of like needing a break and needing a time out for yeah. yourself it's yeah. like this thing of go 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 but you're going for a company yeah. which at the end of the day you're just a number so how important is it to take that time out oh my gosh I cannot reiterate how important it is and I think I only learned or realized that in the this uh, these last two years mm-hmm. that I've been working. Um, I 
did, I won't lie, when I first started working, um, where I'm currently working, I did think that I would never be able to take a holiday mm-hmm. or take leave or how am I going to fit this in? And it actually came to a point where I was like, if I don't take leave, mm-hmm. like, something's going to give. Mm-hmm. Like, something, like, do you know what I mean? I'm going to drop a ball. Yeah. I'm not taking care of myself. 100%. Um, giving myself this time out and in order for myself like to work effectively and be the best person I can be at work I need to give myself this break mm-hmm. um, and I will say like testament to my sister mm-hmm. she was someone that has shown me in the way she works and the way she like she works hard but she plays hard as mm-hmm. well and they, I, they, I think they it's like detrimental to have that balance mm-hmm. um, and it's only when you do take that time out and you do um like take that leave from work mm-hmm. to have a holiday mm-hmm. and i'm not talking about like take a week to like do your errands or admin yeah. or something like legitimately mm-hmm. unplug mm-hmm. and take a holiday mm-hmm. that you realize how important that time yeah. is yeah, yeah. Um, it puts it puts like as cliche as it sounds it puts things into perspective mm-hmm. as to why you're working firstly yes yeah. like do you know what i mean so you can have things yeah, as yeah. and deserve things and work for things like yeah. holiday um, and, and, and I think the other thing is like burnout is something that's real so like, real like, especially like, what's so scary is like burnout is so real for people mm. like our age and our 20s which you would not it's crazy think it's crazy like, people taking like anti-anxiety pills dude antidepressants people, antidepressants people taking things to just help themselves constantly I went like okay so I take like yeah. omega 3, 6 and 9 it's like in one Ooh, little that sounds fancy. but it's like because I need that my mind is yeah, that, kind, that focus. To, like, focus but it's crazy like talking about depression anxiety burnout have you experienced any of them by the way I definitely high anxiety mm. like that's something I've always suffered with and something I've always personally had to uh, manage and control um, but like you would never I don't think you would ever tell no, knowing me as a yeah. yeah yeah like as an individual yeah it's like um, still waters run deep yeah, yeah 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 but I think it's with most people that you don't expect like mm-hmm. you know depression or anxiety or is is with the people you least expect mm-hmm. um kind and of why thing why do you feel like people don't actually talk about it like no one goes out and says obviously you never yeah, get a sticker that says yeah. hi I suffer from like anxiety, anxiety. or depression yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a stigma attached to it definitely and it's it's so important to talk about these things. And I think that's why I was so excited when you originally told me about your podcast mm. and your podcast idea. And it was also after Hoiti's podcast and mm. then talking to her afterwards when she did it, is that you're, you've created a platform where these conversations can happen and mm. they should be happening. Yeah. And why are we not sharing that? Oh, hi, I'm Megan. And I ha- like suffer from anxiety. Yeah. It makes everyone else like, someone else who hears that who's also feel normal yes yeah because it is something you're also going through but why pretend like you're not don't be afraid to share what you're going through Mm. especially with your friends and your colleagues because like most 100 percent of the time they're going through the exact same thing that's so true that's so true there's a time when we worked together at the same place. Oh, so beautiful. And I think I told you, and it seemed like so lighthearted. Remember when Six I used to tell days. you? Six floor days. <laughs> Remember I used to tell you, like, my arm? Like, I was always feeling yes. something in my arm. I was so worried about your arm. I would always just say, like, guys, I, I could feel it in my arm. But, <laughs> like, my, my one arm, I think I was always in my left arm. And my right arm, I'd always just, say like, keep working. I was like, I can't do anything. But I need to get the brief out. I need to get it because... The earth is gonna shake if I don't yeah, get the brief. Yeah, I was gonna pretend like, that's not that normal. It's I know, but I didn't leave the office and I didn't go see a doctor. And I didn't do anything about it because I was like the work was more important. Yeah. But 
But work should never be more important than your health. Um, it is so important to look after yourself. And it's like, I almost feel like we feel guilty that we need to say, oh my gosh, I need to look after me. Or like, yes. you know, like everyone goes on about this. And I see it all over self, uh, social media mm-hmm. is this um, self-care. Yes. Self-care is so important. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. But it's true. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. Because how, if you're not looking after yourself, how can you expect other people to respond to your energy 100%, exactly. if you're not giving them your best energy yeah. i struggle for long periods of time to just do nothing even yeah. now like i haven't watched a new series in yeah. such a long time because i feel like i should be doing something and yeah. it's that anxiety of if i'm not doing something it is then, that what am I it's doing? like it's i almost call it time anxiety like Beautiful. it's yeah it's that I get it, like, even in the mornings, getting mm. to work, mm. that kind of thing. You know, you start work at a certain time, and you're like, okay, cool, I've got to get there, da, da, da. And then you get to work, and you're like, why was I stressing exactly. about getting here on time when wow. I'm here on time every exactly. morning? Time anxiety. Yeah. That's pretty deep, Megan. Well, for me, that's no, what my anxiety true. stems down to. It's also that, like, notion of, am I doing enough with mm. my time? Am I am I am I being am I like being lazy by watching this whole like season of series, sure. binge watching it, like kind of thing. That's so it's a it, different mind moment. Yeah, different. Oh, mind moment. It's a mind moment. Is that your aha moment? It's you my know, aha like moment. Oprah has yes. her aha. Yeah, moment. I have a mind moment. Oh my god, I, I love the alliteration. Yeah, amen. Because it's also just like, what are you doing with your time? Yeah, and also just knowing that how short life is mm. and going through life and are you doing exactly? Are you doing enough for the time? Yeah. Are you doing enough? In the time that you're in your 20s, or being a millennial, or your 30s, or your 40s. Like, I think that that time anxiety Mm. is one of the roots for a lot of the issues that our generation has, if I'm very honest. You have traveled quite a bit. Like, this is, like, such a beautiful thing. Travel is beautiful. (laughs) What is... What is it about traveling? Like, what is it? What do you, you have? Obviously, a clear passion for traveling. Mm. I've seen your Instagram feed as well. You <laughs> love traveling and you love imagery and you love beautiful pictures and you love taking beautiful pictures. Um, but what is it about traveling that you feel is so, I guess, satisfying? So, I think what I love most about traveling is the idea that you're going to visit a place and be a part of something that is bigger than what you do on a day-to-day basis. Mm. It's acknowledging that you're going to visit a country where there are people like in your country, but like doing completely different culture Mm. or lifestyle or just way of life. And it's very interesting to be a part of that, observe it, um, learn from it, Mm. I suppose, in a way, but also to just be exposed to it. Which I think is the most important thing about travel is mm. you're exposing yourself yeah. to other people, other culture. I actually hate it when people say expose yourself to other cultures. What even <laughs> is that? <laughs> and I mean? just said it. <laughs> I want to die. How do you expose yourself to other cultures? Is it like <laughs> you put yourself in the middle and you're like, I'm exposed? Do you know what I mean? I actually feel embarrassing <laughs> that. But can I give you actually an example yes, of yeah. something like that? Is we went, me and my sister traveled this year to South America. Mm-hmm. and we went to brazil and a big part of brazil is what they call the favelas okay which is like their equation like to our shanty town like mm-hmm. kind of township vibe mm-hmm. so a big thing is like to go on a favela tour 
And for some reason, like, it didn't sit well with my sister and I because okay. we were like, we wouldn't go on a township tour in Cape Town mm-hmm. or Johannesburg because why would you go tour someone's living situation Basic, to yeah. be like, so why would we do that in another country? Mm. So I think it's things like that. That's interesting. That when I say being exposed to another culture, mm. it's also forcing you to acknowledge mm things back home yes. that you wouldn't otherwise. Yes. Um, but uh, on that is, is the fascinating thing about being able to travel, being privileged, privileged mm. enough to travel, whether it is just outside your city or outside your country or within the continent yeah. or on another continent, is that one, yes, you get to see other cultures and customs, but have you ever thought of yourself being born into another country or continent that is completely different and what that would look like? A hundred percent. Mm. definitely I mean I've had this conversation with you before Mm -hmm. um, in the sense of like when you go to another place uh, like another country and you look like the people from there it is a very surreal and interesting feeling Mm -hmm. and I can give you two examples of that so I come like I'm from a mixed race background Mm -hmm. so my dad is colored and my mom is white so I look white to Mm -hmm. people but I've got very dark features Mm -hmm. I look Portuguese almost like Spanish a Mm -hmm. little bit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so when I visited Istanbul Mm -hmm. in Turkey and Greece it was like people that looked like me yes. like it was it was pe- people spoke their language to me because they thought <laughs> you felt like you were at home. yeah i was like my people <laughs> i have arrived i can't i can't respond to you in your language but i'm here <laughs> i don't know but i have arrived to the motherland amazing um kind of thing so it is especially for coming from south africa we are such a melting pot mm. of people like we are literally and you expect you realize this when you travel mm. is we're one of the few places where you people look so different we have people that look like they're from brazil mm. like they're from greece mm. that they're european 100%. that they do you know what i mean yeah. and then to go to a place yes. where people solidly look like they could all be related Hexic. and you could be related to them Hexic. is a very interesting because you could kind of just like immerse yourself in the culture and you'd probably just need to learn the language but yeah you wouldn't feel different because you looked like everyone else yeah. yeah it's odd like it's an odd realization but then it also makes you realize how connected mm. everyone is in terms of like our ancestry or our lineage or yes. it comes from somewhere yeah. That is beautiful. Like, I would want to go to a place and just be like, hi. I feel like you'd feel at home in any place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I'd go to South America and be like, my people. Actually, you, there are South American Brazilians. You got a very Brazilian vibe to you. (laughs) What are some of the top destinations that you have traveled to? Well, top two places for me at the moment was definitely Greece. Mm. Like, that was just like, you can't. You can't plan a holiday as perfect as going to Greece. Like, it's picturesque. It's the postcard. Yeah. Describe, like, what is the feeling? Like, what is it? What is it? How is it different to South Africa? And how is it maybe similar? It's actually similar in a lot of ways in terms of landscape. Mm -hmm. They're very blessed, like we are, especially Cape Town, with Mm -hmm. the beautiful mountains, the Mm -hmm. seas, just, you know. But it's it's like a... I've spoke to you about this before. It's a it's a very European thing as well, mm-hmm. is n- they take they take life slowly, but it's that appreciation mm-hmm. of, like, mundane, everyday life, mm-hmm. which is something I found so beautiful about Greece. Yeah, the, you know, the pause. like the It was literally like a pause. Mm-hmm. It was like, 
it came down and Joburg as well. It's that like hustle. It's that mm-hmm. um, it's like we've got to be doing something. We've got to be constantly like if we're not working, then we've got to be out with mm-hmm. friends. If we're not out with friends, then we've got to be doing an activity. We never can just like be. So tell me about an epic travel moment. Um, so we went to uh, South America. So we went to Brazil and Argentina. Mm-hmm. And then on the day we were flying out, like after the whole epic trip, it was amazing. Um, the day we're flying out, we're like, we checking in online night before and they're like, oh, the country is going through a national strike. Oh, wild. Um, we are... No flights are going out in the next 48 hours um, with because it was the National Airline Latam. Oh, wow. <sighs> Sorry, you won't be getting any airline sponsors. After <laughs> <laughs> this. Um, yeah, yeah so we were like, yeah. what the hell? Like, what is going on? My sister needed to be in Japan uh, the following day. Like, she was literally landing. We were flying out from Argentina to Cape Town and yes. she was literally in the that there was like a the afternoon flight she was flying out to Japan oh wow that kind of thing yeah. so this like was gonna have like such a knock on effect mm. it was also it's a very like you've been on this amazing trip that has gone according to plan mm. that you've had these amazing experiences and you've ticked boxes mm. you've gotten everything you want out of it and then for something to derail it and also to be that feeling of like and it was so i only really reflected on it after the trip yeah is that feeling of like being literally stranded in another country another country with maybe not enough money or like no like people you know exactly it's like god like um thankfully we were we weren't like young students who were like on our last 10 rand like do you Mm. know what i mean kind of thing i can only imagine that that would have been horrific but it is that feeling of like shit like there is nothing we can do yeah there's nothing we can do and it's kind of like when those like situations arise Mm. when you're traveling to kind of make the best of it and not dwell on it i mean we had to cry a countess oh wow (laughs) Make the best of situations. What did you do? We cried. Quite the couches. I mean, you know how it goes. <laughs> I know. We're just two South African I girls. <laughs> Mine is always like, I'm so sorry. I'm late for my flight. This is the first time I'm flying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really need to be on this flight. Why? I just really need to be paid. Don't want to pay more money. I don't want to pay more money. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, so that was definitely like... The and then did they let you through like after your tears moments? No, we like... It, because it was like three connecting flights. Okay. So we were literally flying from Argentina to Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo to Brazil. Brazil to Cape Town. And then they put us like on oh, redirected nice. flights to like <laughs> yeah. Frankfurt. Oh, wow. Like da, da, da. And we were just like, no. We literally would have been traveling for two days. So literally were like... Yeah. yeah so it like from city like from airport to airport we mm-hmm. had to like hustle at each different encounter because they can only help you in the one direction that's like a tv show where you're going it was, it was very interesting airport, yeah. yeah no it was interesting um but looking back at your 20s yes right, so you are 27 oh don't remind me you're almost 30 <laughs> no longer 25 yeah but essentially looking back on your 20s what has your journey of being mm. in your 20s been if you were to summarize it it's definitely been uh, like a journey of self-discovery but mm. also like your 20s is your time the time period in which you are actually realizing who you are as a person yeah. like 
you're becoming confident and comfortable with that person. Mm. And if I look back at like who I was at like 22, 23, it is completely different to the person I am now at 27. Mm. Like you can't even compare the Mm. two. In what ways? It's just like I I'm not self conscious. Mm. I'm not don't think about like what people think about me. I mm. like do me. I have a voice. I like like and I can see it especially in the work environment mm. where I would have been so scared before to like give my opinion on something. What and now I'm just like mm. no. And I think when you see that growth mm. and you realize it, you also realize the many layers to being in that being in your twenties has. Mm, yeah, I like what you said about the the layers of being in your twenties yeah. because, um, and and in the previous podcast that I had with Massey, mm. and he spoke about how not everything happens at the same time, and that's part of like the whole crisis thing. And that's okay as and well. That's completely okay. Yeah, but I think coming back to the layers, it's like. Those are the layers. You have the layers of you, of your self-identity and then yeah. layers of fitness and the layers of like yeah. relationships, layers of um, family relationships, mm. getting to know yourself. And they never really, they're all of these things, but mm. you never really do the one thing or do everything at the same level. Yeah. Almost, yeah. No, never. And it's like, also, I don't think like, even like say you and me, for example, we're the same age, but we can't uh, compare and act like we maybe sh- should be achieving the same things at mm-hmm. this age, or because it, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Like you could be in a completely different state of mind or phase in your life where things that are of a priority for me right now in my life are not of a priority for you, and vice yeah. versa. And mm-hmm. um, so it is uh, just yeah, yeah. And it's like, what is it? <laughs> even, even as you're saying that now, very interesting enough. So if we, or if you compare two people the same age, mm. say they're like 28. Yeah. And the one, or even like take it younger, because I know people who got married younger. So mm. say two people, they're 24. Yeah. And the one is married and the other is not married, but she's focusing on her career. Yeah. At some point, perhaps that lady focusing on her career will get married and maybe want to focus on her kids. Mm. And so she's had that career. I like it's yeah. a switch. And a person who maybe got married earlier might focus on her career or become an entrepreneur later. So it's like you never know what the balance is. So by yeah. comparing your life to someone else or saying, I want what they have, yeah. again, that journey of you don't know. Exactly. As you're saying, you don't know what their journey is or you don't know where they're going to land up. So. And the same thing doesn't work for everyone. Like no. when it comes to, if it comes to like a certain job, relationships, mm. You know, the same mold doesn't fit everyone. And mm. you can't force that mold mm. onto everyone. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I like that. I like that. And Megs, have you experienced the quarter-life crisis Ooh. or crises? Oh, definitely. It's, I think it's when you get to a point where you don't recognize who you are as a person Mm. or where you're going or what you're doing and you're just steaming ahead for what Mm. that you literally need you stop well this was for me personally you stop and you just like what am i doing it's literally like a what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah 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 Yeah. and it's like you play what you your life back and it's like it's like Oh my god! How did I get here? How did I get here? Whatever. And where am I going? Yeah. yeah. And what? Do, essentially, 
in my quarter life crisis, so to say, I came to the realization: what do I want out of life? Mm. What, what, what do, do, am I getting it mm. through what I'm doing? Mm. Am I getting it? So it's like an ongoing. It's messy. It's messy. But it's a, it's a, a beautiful mess. A beautiful. Ooh, that's like your autobiography. Mm, it's a beautiful mess. A beautiful mess. Ah, it's like abstract. Yeah. Abstract like art. I know where the things are, but yeah. it's just messy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like my cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally. I know where everything is. I just put my hand in yeah. like top. But yes, I like that. I like that. And then, so how did you, or how did you, or how are you coming out of that? Because you said mm. you're, you're still trying to figure out. And you know what the... Oh. Mind moment, guys. Mind moment. I might even tear up actually. No, what? <laughs> it's so beautiful. What? It's like I don't need took seven podcasts to realize. <laughs> I think we can we can wrap it up to seven in my twenties lasted seven whole yeah. episodes. It's like the quarter life crisis mm. is for many people it's not about like the physicality of what they look like. And no. it's not about um I don't know, friendships or relationships. It's this whole thing of like, what am I doing? And it's come, it keeps coming back to this thing of purpose. Mm. And it's the one thing that is almost intangible that you keep running after. Like, yeah. you know, you have a sense, you have an like inclination of like yeah. where life is leading you. But it's like the striving for it is that yeah and i wonder if we should be calling it a crisis even like what do we i know because like, i think it's, it's not actually, a crisis it's not a crisis i think it's actually something i think it's i think it's is it not growth is it not personal growth? growth like it doesn't oh, have like a disease yeah <laughs> but it is that like Maybe it is the quarter life, as you were saying, like the beautiful mess. Mm. Maybe that's what it should be called, the beautiful mess. A beautiful mess. Mm. And Megs, um, <laughs> what advice do you have for people who, actually who, who want to travel? They're like, look, I've worked hard. Yeah. I've worked hard. I want to now yeah. take some time out. How do they, how, what advice do you have? How do they go about traveling? Just book the tickets. Yes. Just book the ticket. Mm -hmm. It's something... You've got a date then to work towards. Mm. You can't back out. Because you paid. Yeah, because <laughs> you paid. That, mm. uh, so salary comes in, you're like, book. Pay. And then just eat two-minute noodles. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Because you're going on holiday. But also, I think we're so lucky today to have so many travel options at our fingers that are super affordable mm. and that also allow for payment options mm. where you're literally paying it off monthly so yeah. it's not a huge chunk straight away um and i don't think that many people are aware of these options that are available um so put a little research into it mm. like like actually make it a priority because mm. you're not gonna regret it i love that, that kind I of thing that. if you were to summarize what your 20s should be for someone who's like, look, like, I just, just off the cuff. No, I'm not even gonna like give you any time. Three else. words. What is your, what should your twenties be? Young, wild, and free. <laughs> to be young and wild and free. <laughs> your twenties should be messy. Like, mm. I know we're talking about this beautiful mess, but it's like, it is so messy. Your twenties, let it be messy. But like, obviously, <laughs> within boundaries, mm, mm. that kind of thing. But just to know that it's okay. Mm that it's messy mm -hmm. and it's okay that you don't know what the fuck you're doing that's normal mm -hmm. thank you so much megan for your insight into today's episode of in my 20s 
I know that just like me, there are so many people who are listening today who are like, yes, I'm going to be on a holiday. Just book the ticket, guys. Book the ticket. The December holidays are right around the corner and payday is soon. So what I'm saying is take Megan's advice, book the ticket, have the noodles and all will be well. Okay? In December, you will be in Bali. Receive. So we'll see you same time, same place right here on In My Twenties. In my twenties, in my twenties. How old are you? I am, I am in my twenties. Twenties, twenties. I am in my twenties and you are probably too. <laughs> Bye.